Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Fan Freaks proudly present to you the podcast where you should be listening to for George, the Bone King Hernandez, and Adrian, the masterful doo doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most Mikewes. Hello, folks. Welcome to hopefully a good stream. Are you enjoying the audio? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah. Let's pretend like we didn't restart this three or four times. <laughs> Woo! Get freaking hyped. Well, yeah, George, yeah. I see I see you're repping the uh the RPD jacket. Oh, of course, of course. When uh, I knew you were coming, I had to make sure I was wearing the proper uh, are you, proper are you attire. The only cop alive left in this town? Yes, and don't hold your fire. I'm a human. I was going to say, don't shoot. All right. Now. But that's what Claire says. <laughs> don't shoot. Anyway. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I, I started playing my Vita again and I immediately went into the, the OG3 because nobody talks about Resident Evil Survivor. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> or its sequel. Uh, it's our first show of September. Yes. And I yes. think I was bringing this up in the other stream, but how do you feel about it being spooky time? Yes, uh, I actually, now I can't, can't wait to finally actually answer this question. Um, so everyone kind of says that September is like the first couple days of October yeah, in a way. day one of Halloween. Whatever. Yeah, of like fall, I guess, is the main idea. And sure, once you could start getting into the mood and whatnot. But at the same time, it's not spooky month until it's spooky month. You until know what I mean? October. Until October. Until then, it's only the preparations. Oh, we could start getting into it. We could start getting chilly. But we're not spooky just yet. Yeah, it's just because uh, November has become not about Thanksgiving. It's just Christmas part one. Uh, you know? And that's sad because, honestly, November, uh, Thanksgiving has a lot to it. Besides the whole, you know, awkward, in, you know, Native American uh, slaughter. The, yeah, well, you know, besides that, the Thanks actual holiday itself. Things, but the actual holiday itself, what people made out of it afterwards became something more than that. So I think that has something at least in its own. But in any case, welcome to the show. This show is somewhat about pop culture. <laughs> one, of, one of the good things about the holiday season is that usually a shitload of video games come out. Oh, yes. And I, for one, cannot wait for when my spooky season rolls around and all my spooky things come out. Uh, Even though Man of Medan apparently came out like a week ago. Wait, what? Yeah, it came out like a week ago. Wow, and I can't believe I didn't even know. Or no one I mean, said anything. There's George not has enough been dealing with a lot. George has been dealing with a lot. Uh, wow. You, you deal wanna... with a lot. It's your time of the month. <laughs> I did not say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> We're referencing a previous take, but but fucking like uh, no. But George has been dealing with it. He he's uh, doing a lot of things for the podcast. He's editing more. Mm -hmm. And folks, if you haven't checked it out, you should. But he's been drunk playing Resident Evil Six, which <laughs> I I argue is the only way you can play that shitty fucking game. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And you know what? It really does make it a lot better because you start to like. It stops being a survival... Well, the thing is, it never was a survival horror, I guess. But it becomes so much more of, like, just a comedic frenzy of co-op goodness with your friend. I, I don't know. It's kind of still boring with all the freaking cinematic stuff. But when you're drunk, you're kind of thankful that you're not having to play too, too much. <laughs> uh, now, here's a here's a question. Uh, today, we're recording this on Thursday. Right. Yesterday, wow. Wednesday, was the uh, Nintendo Direct. Right. Um, a lot of things came out. I didn't watch it. I knew some of the things. I'm just happy about mostly Smash things. 
But, right, but the whole reason why I watched as well was because of Smash. I was just like, let me start seeing whatever Smash stuff they're going to drop. But I wanted but to... There was a lot more, right? I wanted to talk to you about the fact that Overwatch is going to be on Switch. Well, out of everything that happened during the Treehouse. So, oh, well, all right. What about it? Uh, Yeah, that it's going to be on the Switch. I feel it's a couple years... Uh, obviously, the Switch came out in 2018, but who's still playing Overwatch? Is that still like having a high player count? Really? I mean, the same also, could be... Okay. Uh, sorry. It's okay. I'm not done yet. It's <laughs> okay. just confirmed now, according to IGN, they had an interview with uh, one of the presenters. I think it was Doug Bowser. And apparently, uh, Overwatch, you could just plug in a headset into the Switch itself and have native voice chat instead of using that stupid fucking app, Nintendo Online app. Wait, specifically for Overwatch? Yes. Now that's kind of bonkers. I feel like that's a weird exclusive feature, voice chat. But you it's, know, you could have native voice chat for Overwatch and nothing else. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the it's Nintendo weird. games all require you, like Splatoon and stuff like that, require you to use the uh, the Nintendo Online app. Right. Which I think sucks. Right. Because I don't want to use my use phone. A, yeah, an exterior, an external thing for an entire thing for voice chat. In Fuck that case, that. why would I not just use Discord or something? Yeah, like everybody just use Discord. Discord's way better than this, and it's still you, you can use it on your phone because that's what I was doing. Nintendo, if you're listening, uh, what we what we mean to say is Discord is an alternative, but <laughs> but no, legit, just fucking use Discord, pretty much. Um. But but regardless, um, it's basically the same game. Uh, I saw some of the gameplay. It looks like it runs fine. But why do you, why do you, out of everything out of you know Kirby the Monster Hunter thing that they're doing? Oh, Monster Hunter! You mean the Clash? Yeah, yeah, that's what I call it essentially. Um, like that thing, Divinity. Uh, you know, deadly. You know, stuff. There's so many things that I kind of don't want to say automatically right now as I'm going to go through the list. But Overwatch, like, all it's really a port, and whether or not it's it's relevant. Is like, well, is League of Legends still relevant? Yes, because a lot of people still play it. I mean, people still play Overwatch, I'd imagine, right? Like, I don't know. I'm sure somebody will comment below, like, hey, I play Overwatch, or hey, I stopped yeah. playing Overwatch. I mean, I was playing Overwatch, but, you know, eventually you just... Unless you're in the competitive scene or whatever i don't imagine you're still playing that for casual Ooh, well you know what actually what makes it more interesting is if it had local capabilities because if you're like oh where you playing, could do a land yeah, party we could do like a land party with a few people that would be fucking awesome and you can go back to the days of like 1v1ing halo see, maps see that would be great also i wanted that for splatoon 2 right but splatoon 2 is more more like splatoon 1.5 because you still can't make a party with friends on that See, that's the thing about you Nintendo. You have to randomly matchmake yeah. and hopefully get stuck with your friend on the same team. Nintendo's obviously... Okay, it's been obvious for a while Nintendo's kind of behind on a lot of the online functionalities. But regardless of that, like, local is something Nintendo is very familiar with. And I, I just don't understand why there that isn't an option in something i guess because splatoon i haven't played splatoon so maybe splatoon has like a specific thing where it has to be 16 people no it's 4v4 it's 4v4 it's 4v4 well, that's, eight, that's eight people that you need to have for a full match whereas i'm thinking something like overwatch where it's like and i'm no, using no, no, my it, abilities to death it match is you know local. it is local like you could do local stuff but you can't 
match make to be with your friends already in the party. Oh, well, that that accounts to the first thing I said, where Nintendo's just kind of doesn't know how lobbies and shit work. Oh, my God. Just hire somebody from Sony or Microsoft. Just, there's so many people that, like, like literally... Just, there are freaking app games that yeah. do lobbies and shit. Come on, like, Nintendo... I hear what you're doing, oh, but come on. God. But anyway, can we let's actually talk about the Treehouse event. Uh, um, Smash. Yes. Well, okay, okay. Let's start out with Smash, the big one. Terry, Terry. Bogard. Uh, SNK. So we got a little Capcom versus SNK in the roster because we got Ryu, we got Terry, we got Ken. We could have a Ryu versus Terry just like, you know, as, as, a, as a nice way. Uh, instead of just doing Capcom versus mm-hmm. SNK again, which we haven't had a game like that since maybe 2000, 2001 mm-hmm. on the PS2. You know, you could just have it there. That's what, fun. What do you mean, like, Ryu versus... Because you could do pretty much any We use the face of Street Fighter. Yes. And Terry is the face of King of Fighters and Fatal Fury. Yes. Well, King of Fighters, it's really Geese Howard. Which, by the way... I wanted to talk about it, but I don't know when many people who even know Geese Howard. But, like, I don't know. I kind of prefer if Geese were to have gotten the spot. No, but Geese already is a guest character for Tekken. Right, right. For Tekken 7, he's a DLC character there. But I feel like so we have another Shota kinda... as opposed to, like, someone like another gruff dude character, like a fucking Snake or Ganondorf kind of, you know, thing. Which, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter specifically me, what it is. I, I'm fine with Terry as a pick for SNK. Mm-hmm. Um, but this opens the door for more fighting game characters, does it not? Like, um, do you have any fighting game characters you want? So, yes. So, this kind of brings up to another thing that I was going to talk about. Um, well, I, I kind of wanted to... Alright, so there's two things at the same time. One, for people who don't know who Terry Bogart is... Because, you know, he hasn't really been out and about doing many things recently. As you said, there hasn't really been a Capcom versus SNK in a while. And or a Fatal Fury game. There's been King of Fighters, and he's been in King of Fighters. But King of Fighters is kind of like mm-hmm. lower tier in popularity compared to a Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Or, or, yeah, or, or you know, uh, even Attack Blaze and... Blue by this point. You know Blaze what I mean? Blue, like, yeah. They're, they're, they're kind okay, of behind. Do you say Blaze the... Blue? Because I've... Because I've gotten Blaz yelled at. Blaz Blue, Blaze Blue, yeah. I've gotten yelled at for Blaz Blue. Blaze Blaz Blue, Blue kind of sounds weird, but I wish they would just, I don't know. This or is Guilty Gear, name. even. Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue, like Arc System work games. Soul Calibur. Are, yeah, unfortunately, Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur is kind of dying off already. Yeah, but 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 my like point is, tournament but my point is, Terry is a fucking fighting game like veteran, like fighting game. He's character fighting game veteran. royalty. He's I fighting would... game royalty. As I said to you when he, when I first found out, I was like, dude, this is totally amazing. Like this is perfect because I feel like Smash should be a gathering of the originators of I don't know, I don't want to say per genre, but of a phenomenon i guess because there's an obvious theme in smash where it's like generational everything's organized by when it came out um like most of the characters represent something like game and watch represents his whole era of gaming uh rob represents that whole era Snake of gaming represents the stealth action cloud represents like you RPG, know Japanese. rpgs jrpgs which i mean you could even say shulk does in a way but like my point being is like it brings in the most, the originators, the trendsetters of gaming and brings them into like a hall of fame almost in a way. And there's like, 
there's a lot of people that people want that I'm like, eh, you know, that's cool. Like Shovel Knight, he's badass. It'd be he, great. But yeah, I don't I, think he's really gaming like also Minecraft legacy and Steve, I think. Now, is. now, now here's the problem with that one in particular. Like people want him, right? Now, no one wants Minecraft Steve, except for, you know, the younger generation. But here's the thing that I can't argue with. My statement just now was that I think that Smash should be like characters in the Hall of Fame of gaming. I'm sorry, as much as I I groan at some Minecraft stuff now, like he's in the Hall of Fame of gaming. Do you know how many copies of Minecraft were sold? Do you know how popular this whole fucking trend has gotten? I know. Like how, I only know it's how beyond much control. Total Biscuit sold to Microsoft for it. Total Biscuit wasn't it? Total no, Biscuit? that is Notch. Oh, sorry, Notch. Yeah, but but regardless, that that's yeah, okay. Notch that, sold it for like a billion dollars. That's that's the scandal aside from it, you know. Like that's the, the the information surrounding Minecraft. But as the game itself, it is undeniably popular. I would even more popular than Joker from Persona Five, and he's in there. Way more popular. Than so Joker. like, I'm not one that wants Steve from Minecraft, but he fits with my mo. So I can't argue what it. What was it? Uh, my, Minecraft has been on every every system correct but but More not to snub out terry bogard who's part of fatal fury he was part of the neo geo uh crowd and the way that i found out about him because i wanted to circle back to him because he's so easy people are so easy to forget how how cool he was and it's like you go back and i played a lot of the crossover games and he he's in those and his whole like get serious are you okay like he was amazing he was a ton of fun to play <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm guessing I did a good job with that. You, you did. You did. He's great. He's 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 such a blast. He he was like a more fun, almost like attitude '90s version of Ryu. Yeah, and it, it was just a Ryu's, cool character. Ryu's really just like I have to keep practicing and training harder. We'll find the answer in the battle that lies ahead. And the truth will be in my fisting. Really, you might want to might want to change that last part. The true warrior <laughs> lies within. Like, all right, man, we we got it. Right. So, like, and then Ken was like the alternate side of that, and Ken and Terry are very similar characters. Super. I'm sorry, but Part, but in, in the way they act and the way they approach fighting. But what makes Terry, I think, suitable for Smash is that he was around during the arcade days, and one of the first like arcade games that really lifted the whole genre up you know aside from street fighter and now it's really showing that smash is just kind of like yes it's the start of multiple genres plus fighting games i guess <laughs> yeah because because honestly this smash game i don't think you could top ultimate like say 10 years down the line we get another smash or five years down the line or whatever how can you beat this roster because sakurai has said on uh, on a couple of occasions that there is no way we could ever do this again with the yeah. rights regarding rights to characters and stuff like there's no way we could have this many companies all agreeing Ninte to yeah nintendo might just be like having to pay for porting that game just over it might be the new skyrim in terms of stuff to port and honestly though is it that bad to port that often you know no no, like it's it's a fucking great game. So what, like, what uh? But you haven't mentioned another character that you would like since Terry's there to like 
I, I wanted to give a big, just a quick background on Terry. Like, that's why I brought him up. Because he's he's no, very no, no, worthy what? to be there, is my main thing. But to continue on the, the second point that I was yeah. going to say is, like, um, I, I wanted to do this thing for the listeners. Because I figured, I'm sitting here, and I'm listening to all these people's suggestions, like, reading to them. Uh, reading to them. Reading them on Twitter and stuff. Like, oh, man, now that the... Oh, by the way, we didn't even talk about it. The second fighter pass... It's not necessarily a second fighter pass as it's saying that they'll just do multiple characters. There's going to be more. It's not necessarily saying that there's going to be exactly four more, but like they're opening the gates to having more characters if they want to. And how do you feel about that, Adrian? Yeah. Like, duh. Isn't it like a no brainer? Like, I mean, uh, already the roster is super beefy mm-hmm. already. I believe it launched with what was it? 70 characters. Oh my God! It, no, seventy at launch. Jesus Christ! You think? No, no, no. I I forgot the number. I'll look up the number now. Uh, to- no, but it was. It's probably huge. You forget how like looking at the character select screen, you wouldn't like think like. Yeah, I mean, no, the fact we it. got ice climbers back and snake and young and, link and young link. Like we have very various differences. Uh, different links here. We've uh-huh. got uh Zelda and Shulk, and we've got. Um, it, it's literally everyone is here. Everyone is here, yes. But that's the thing, is like when it first came out, I was like, So oh. why not just ramp it up? And the fact they announced mm-hmm. Joker as their first character, then you got Hero from Dragon Quest. Joker really set the tone. Like it was like, okay, look, it can literally be like Anyone. from any time period. It doesn't yeah. have to be just older games. It's and, not, I mean, yeah. and, and I mean the Luminary, excuse me, not the hero. Um, well, his name is the hero in the in yeah. in, in Smash itself. Ah, okay. Well, but regardless, I wanted to do a thing with the the listeners out there. If you're listening to this, um, on Facebook, on the Fan Freaks Facebook page, F A N F R E E K S Fan Freaks, um, you can find uh the the podcast post that we're gonna put up there that's gonna have this podcast, and you can listen to it there. And you're gonna find this uh, Super Smash Brothers template. It's essentially this meme that's been going around, but I removed the characters in it, so you can go ahead and just add whatever you want. And I'm really curious to like see what people in fan freaks are like thinking. Like now that this this idea of I don't want to say a second season pass, but like now that the idea of more characters are coming out, mm-hmm. gosh, the possibilities. Everyone's fa- favorites have way more of a chance than ever. And I mean, we just got Banjo Kazooie, and uh-huh. the lead developer was of Banjo from Rare, I believe, who's still at Rare. He's like he's hoping. That there's enough enthusiasm for Banjo that we get a remaster of the 64 game mm. and possibly sequels. Well, they, they did uh, port the um, Banjo-Kazooie to, uh, I think, Xbox One. Yeah, and because Rare was bought by Microsoft. No, right. But that's the whole thing. It's like that's the whole reason probably why Banjo is even in Smash is because they wanted to promote that. Yeah, and, and like Sakurai they took that opportunity. Mentioned yeah, he had. I bet you anything he, he was contractually Xbox. obligated. He mentioned Xbox. I at bet the you anything. Damn direct. He was contractually obligated. We need Sakurai to, to say it. What a time to be alive. Indeed, indeed. But yeah, no. Go to the Fan Freaks Facebook page. Let us know what you think. Um, what characters you're you interested in. You can also in. find it, I believe, on uh, Bone King Discord, right? Nah, nah. Well, on my Discord. But yeah, that's for the stream. That I, that's a whole other crowd. I was gonna ask. But if you, hey, if you're thinking about jumping over to my Discord, feel free. What's Bone your King Discord, Discord called? Oh, God, it's going to sound... Uh, it's called the Bone King Nexus. Uh, B-O-N-E-K-I-N-G. Any way you can change N-E-X-U-X. that name. X-U-X. Why? Why? What's wrong with the Nexus? 
Why? What? It's a what little else? cheesy. Well, duh. It was supposed to be just sort of like a everyone meets here thing. I wasn't supposed to talk about it. N- initially, it was called the Rosewood Nexus. Ooh, if you want extra fucking cheese. Oh. I made it all fucking like super whatever. Regardless, I do shit there. Um, That's some provolone right there. Wow. Wow. Anyway, so uh, just to to bring it up for the people who are watching the, the live stream of the podcast, here is my uh, wish list. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and send it to to Adrian over here, my good buddy. Uh, you've seen it. Oh, he saw like a little bit of it. Uh, but where I, am I supposed to look at? I just I'm sent it to you on your oh. Facebook. Okay. Oh, oh, you can also see it on the stream as well. I'd imagine. I I don't see it on the stream actually. What? That's crazy. Oh well. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just this thing. All right, whatever. It, it was what just a this funny screen. story, Mark. Whoa, what a funny story. <laughs> okay, so I see some characters here. Uh, should I wait till it's debuted over there? Yeah, no, I feel like you should just say it. Uh, Jill Valentine would be great, because you don't have a survival horror uh, representative. I do not. There, now it should be up. Okay, yes. So, as you can notice, Jill is freaking huge in this picture, as to say, like, if anything, she would be the biggest. (laughs) Yeah. My, 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 like, my, uh, highest choice, my most wanted. Um, here are my choices. You guys can have as many whatever ones as you want. I wanted it to be just an open thing. It doesn't have to be a specific amount. Honestly, okay, if, if Jill doesn't get in. Yes. You do need a survival horror representative. You know, to I kind of go back to your point that yes. Smash is a Hall of Fame. It's something that represents each genre of video games history. Right. The video game trendsetters, like the the originators of of even the usually ends up being originators of genres, but it's like originators of generations of gaming even. So like the, I feel like these characters apply in my most wanted characters here. So we have like Jill, Doom Guy is one that I have because he really started the FPS kind yeah, of genre. We don't have an FPS on on Smash yet. No, we don't. Uh, and he, Dante, I I I argue da- Dante mainly because I think his move set would be just so ridiculously good. Yes, I can't argue that. But we already have a representative of the hack and slash genre with Bayonetta. Correct, correct. But you know, at the same time, it's like. How many sword characters do we have? Too many. So, like, and Dante has a lot more than one sword, but what I mean to say about that is, like, we have a lot of Fire Emblem characters that do the same kind of thing. Uh, Which is probably why Jill would be great as a gun person as well. Right, and the thing that I kind of want to, like, that I wonder that Sakurai will have to pull off is, like, he has to make Jill somewhat different than Snake. And, like, do some sort of different things, maybe with knives, maybe some MZ- MVC2 stuff. But whatever, I'm not going to go into too much detail about the move sets in general. But, uh, like, I have Ryu, I have Scorpion, these are fighting game, like, originators. Um, Mortal Kombat was, like, a huge thing for fighting games in the West. Yeah, so we definitely need Scorpion. And, I, yeah, and Liu Kang. I argue Liu Kang yeah. instead of Scorpion, simply because Scorpion might be a little too... Because, you know... Isn't isn't Smash like rated T? Yeah, but e? Bayonetta has violent things. Castlevania has violent things. But the whole thing is, is that Smash is like taking that character and putting them in a not not in their usual setting. You All just right, take there, the there, character. There's a bottom right character. Uh, right oh, next oh to, I see you notice him. 
Who is that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's a little little wooden man. Uh, most people want Gino is his name. Wow, people want Gino. Gino. I've heard the name. I never saw the face. Gino is... Isn't um, that from Mother or Earth? No, Island? Gino is from um, Super Mario RPG. Uh, the reason why he's there on my list is mainly as a joke because he is he has been Adrian. He has been on the most wanted wish list since fucking Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 64. So the first Smash. Yes, for the first Smash. Okay, he has literally been on this list for a very long time, and so I feel like if anyone gets grandfathered in just for the sake of it, it would have to be Gino. And that's why he's just there in the corner. He's not really my choice, but I kind of have to give it to him somewhat. I hear you. Out of your most wanted, for me, it's a tie between Jill and Doomguy, mostly because mm. I love both characters. Well, obviously, that'd be uh, the Jill's whole thing. Jill's best girl. So We need that survival horror representative. But I wanted to give this as an example for other people to use. So, like, for example, what what do you think you would want as your most wanted? Uh, it's Doomguy. Doomguy for Doom sure. Guy and Jill, like I said. But mm. I'd be also fine instead of Jill... If you just had maybe um, Nemesis. You know, I actually was thinking of putting like on the bottom. Because Nemesis would be a good big boy. Right. And and also on like on the bottom on Jill's legs, I was going to put like Wesker and maybe Nemesis because they're two characters. Wow. Wesker would be fun. Because they're two characters that can be Resident Evil without bringing guns into the equation. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. It's like, fuck, man. Another Wesker goddamn cameo. I'm done with goddamn Wesker, bro. Jill deserves this. She was in the beginning. Wesker wasn't around until the fucking end. And all this stupid Matrix shit didn't come out until five. So you know what? Jill needs this. Jill yeah, or Chris, Wesker's I guess. Wesker's been in more games than Jill. Is that even true? Okay. Wesker was in one. Wesker was in... Hold on. Hold four. On. Wesker on. was in Code Veronica. Hold on. Okay, Hold okay, on. okay. He was also, as a story character in Zero, he was the main bad guy in One. He was okay, zero behind one. the mechanizations of Four, because he was telling Ada what to do. Code and then, Veronica's before that. So and Code Veronica's before zero, that. One, and Veronica Code Veronica four. X. Had no, a, you you can't count X as a different thing. It's no, not a no, different no. thing. It's four. It's still Code Veronica. It's still four. It's still four. Yes, but Code Veronica X. And then had five. Wesker was in five. Right. And so how many five. games Jill has? Had? Jill was in one, three of not and Code five. Veronica or four. Uh, five and revelations. Five revelations. Oh come on! She just needs one more, and she's at the same fucking level. Well, she she wasn't in mercenaries, was she? Yeah, she was actually, but, but so also, was Wesker. Wow. But then again, we could also say crossovers. She was in Marvel vs. Capcom two, but Wesker was in Marvel vs. Capcom three. But so was Jill. Jill was in three. Yeah, she was about battle suit Jill from five. Ah, so you know what? Fuck you, Jill wins. <laughs> Jill was in less games. I just said more because the Marvel vs. Capcom games and maybe the card games. Uh, oh the, yeah, you're playing this new card SD game. Card game. No, no, no. The the uh, SNK versus Capcom card fighters and shit. Regardless, they both are very good choices. Um, but my whole thing here is like, I want to just get an idea and have people talk about it. I really it want to talk about your least wanted yeah, newcomers. Yeah, let's go ahead and just bring that up real quick. Let me look at the time. Uh, we are still good. Let's go for it. All right. So we're our least wanted characters. Okay. We so I see Waluigi. Yes. And I see Goku. 
hundred percent agree on both. Yeah, Goku just is why people why I just stop. I it. don't want stop. Goku. I don't want Goku. I don't want a Dragon Ball character. <laughs> stop bringing my animes into this. But I don't know any of the other characters. All right, is so, that Lara Croft? On no, the left? it's and that's what I was kind of worried that people were going to think it was Lara Croft. But it's it's the Fortnite default character. Oh my! Because Fortnite got so popular, my whole thing about Steve getting in, I wouldn't want them to go. Well, Fortnite's the new popular thing. Let's go ahead and put that in. And it's like, oofa, uh, no, let's not, let's not do that. Um, the guy on the right is uh, Isaac from Golden Sun. He is, he's a Smash uh, assist trophy in Smash Brothers right now. The only reason I think he's on my least wanted is because he's a, literally another fucking sword character, except he has force push, which is cool. But he's, there's nothing beyond the force push, and that's why he's assist trophy for me. But that's, that's just me and my. On the bottom that. right, it looks like a Kirby. That is Waddle D. For some weird reason, Waddle D with a bandana is like number three on the most wanted Smash character list, like ever online. I I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it just seems like it's a, a minor enemy that shouldn't have that spot, in my opinion. And the same thing goes for Chorus Men, which is the thing on the bottom, the little black and white. Um, yeah, who is that? Those are from Rhythm Heaven, and they're apparently, they've been on a couple rumor lists too. Like, basically, my least wanted are the people from rumor lists that I was like, no, just don't do it. Like, just don't do it. And that's them. Okay. Uh, how about, what about Sans from uh, I'm glad he's an outfit because <laughs> he would be on that least wanted newcomers list, to be honest. So he's an outfit? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely an for outfit. For a me fighter, right? Yeah. Yeah. He is. They've already confirmed he's a he's an outfit for a me fighter. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but um, regardless, um, I want Adrian. I want you. Um, by the time the next podcast rolls around, I want you to make one of these for me. Okay. Okay, and I want it to be with your choices. I know Doom Guy is already your most wanted, but you also have to have some supporting choices, and you have to tell me your mains and secondaries. Yeah, and it's, fill that it's out. gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. Perfect. And that's exactly what I want to hear. Um, uh, to quote. To quote Peter Quill in, in Guardians 2, I'm going to make some weird shit. Perfect. And that's exactly what I want to hear. Um, <laughs> what else can we talk about? Do you want to talk about the rest of the direct? Yes, actually. Um, we actually have quite a few things to talk about. And there's not really much to talk about. So, like, we'll just finish out the direct in one go because it's like, what else? Oh, except for one thing. What else is there to really talk about as it just comes out? So there was the Kirby um, RPG game coming out? Yeah, which... Which it's gonna be for the Switch because it looked a little bit like from the uh, the scans that I've seen. Yeah. I haven't seen the direct again. I saw the gameplay of it. It's really it's like um it's for the Switch. It's three D. It's it's basically like a you get to control a Kirby and pick your class, and you and four other people have to take down bosses. And I'm like, wow, that's really Monster Huntery. Like they just really want Kirby to be like their Mario. Kirby can literally do any genre, and the thing is, like, I'm not even mad. Do it, fucking do it. Kirby, Kirby is such a fucking versatile design that you could just do anything with that character. Just like, and no one hates Kirby. Uh, uh, if, I do. Oh my god. Well, he's too fucking cute. Well, that how? Well, <laughs> sometimes you have to be Adrian. Sometimes you have to be. Hello everyone, this is Bone King, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast, hosted proudly on the Fan Freaks Facebook group. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks. It's just, I don't particularly care for the Kirby games. I'm not, arguably, I'm not a big platformer guy. 
I mostly like shooters and survival horror and puzzles like that. Right, right. Uh, well, I, I, I'm pretty shit. Let me be honest. I'm pretty shit when it comes to platforming. But Kirby literally eats his way out of problems, and I'm already fat. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> Did you play Kirby Air Ride? No. What yeah. What the fuck is that? It's like it's like a Kirby um, racing game, but it's it's got this free ride mode. That, oh, man, we'll have to play it. We'll have to play it. Trust me. Anyway, so moving on. That looks interesting. Uh, Divinity 2 got a Switch port, which I think a Never lot of people... Never played any of the Divinities? Right. Divinity is essentially as close as you'll ever get to, like, D&D in a video game, in my opinion, besides stuff like, um, you know, uh, Pillars of Eternity and shit like that. This is, like, multiplayer D&D. It, I don't know. And then that being on the Switch sounds like a great fucking idea. We got um, Doom 64 getting a port. Okay, what's the difference between Doom 64 and Doom 1? I would love someone in the chat to tell me because I do not know. But what I do know is that I played a little bit of Doom 64, but was too chicken shit as a child to finish the rest. Because we uh, have, because <laughs> already on the Switch, you have Doom 2016, uh-huh. Doom 1, Doom 2, Doom 3. The, uh, Dude, Doom is straight up becoming a Nintendo franchise. <laughs> yeah, at this point, with fucking uh, the way Bethesda is doing it. I love it. And I then uh, love Doom it. Eternal is going to come out on the Switch as well. But, For sure. Uh, but the big thing also, Deadly Premonition 2, oh. which I, I can't believe you oh. kind of... I skipped it. You want to know? Because that was the biggest... That was the biggest, dude. Oh, my God. Bro. I bro, messaged you as soon bro. as I heard about it. I was like, yo, I don't believe you. Like, I, I didn't. I don't I, I don't know the order of how I saw it. All I know is that when I read the headline this morning, I was just like, no, that's fake. Who? Who? Out of all the games to see. Whatever. I'm so on board. I'm so on board. So hard. You have no idea. And I'd like to formally announce right now. Formally announced? Yes, formally announced. I will be streaming that game live on my channel, as well as Deadly Premonition, the director's cut for PC. I will be streaming it with Vinny on wow. my channel. We're going to do it for uh, September. Wow, what an announcement. So, like, but like yeah. day one, you're going you're gonna to stream Deadly Premonition I'm going to try to day one, of course, but like, dude, DP2? it is Twin Peaks the game. It is Twin Peaks the game part <laughs> so my dad's calling me so you're gonna have to talk one second okay no worries so guys it's a straight up thing um about um deadly premonition right okay so a lot of people don't even know what deadly premonition is it's essentially uh, about a detective that goes into a town to investigate some weird supernatural oh, things that are going on um so and you might be saying, hey, that, that setup is kind of familiar. Well, it's because it's the Twin Peaks setup. It is literally Dale Cooper going into tw- Twin Peaks and straight down to the freaking, um, down to, to the imaginary assistant in his head that I thought was imaginary until something. Anyway, um, Diane and, and, and Marie or whatever the hell. Oh my gosh, I'm getting distracted. Everything okay? So he canceled. Show can continue as long as we oh, fucking need to. Fucking rock on. Okay, now I'm I don't playing George and Resident Evil deck build up. Oh yeah! <laughs> but so, seriously though, what were you saying? So um, I, I forget the name in in Deadly Premonition because I'm sorry to everyone who's listening. They're gonna be like, "What? You never you never beat it? You never beat Deadly Premonition?" That's the one with the girl and the dog, right? In the castle. 
No, no, that's haunting ground. Okay, what's that? Wow, I've no. Okay, no haunting. Wow, thank you for that memory of haunting ground for a second. <laughs> but because literally, no one brings up haunting ground in conversation, <laughs> like casually. Like I, I, anyway, um, but no, um, I forget the the name that they use in Deadly Premonition. But the whole thing is Deadly Premonition is about a detective, Adrian, that goes into a town to investigate some supernatural. Who's a what's it's? So I see that town. It is essentially. Does that not sound familiar? Because yeah. what did what did Silent Hill take inspiration from? Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. Right. So like this is essentially the same setup to Twin Peaks. Okay. But it's a it's oh my god it's way more Japanese. Way and it's, more Japanese. And it's so good. It's so Who made good. It? Konami. Um, no, sweary. It's a square um, game. No sweary. Uh, Pseudo fifty one or no? I think. Oh shit! Pseudo did it. No, I think. Hold on, hold on. I might. I don't want to fucking get this shit. No, it's Grasshopper Studios is his name. Yeah. But Swe- Sweary is um he's a game developer and he he's a total fucking sweetheart. I follow the dude on Twitter. He's really bashful and he's like really. Oh, you like, have a Twitter, right? I do. You Bone King TV. Um and quick plug. Yeah, quick plug. Uh, and he's really, really excited. He was like, I haven't been able to say anything until now, but this is the game. It's coming out. So essentially, you'll be able to play as... Did, did we get a date? Uh, I think so, but I did not have it all in out now. But I will definitely tell you about it afterwards. It's, it's not even that late, and I will wait as long as it takes, honestly, because... It's just so weird the fact to see it's the getting sequel. Made. To see that there is a sequel to this game. That's that Sweary is getting so much love recently. It's it's awesome. I really do love it. Um, I you know, I don't know if the Good Life is getting ported to the Switch, but I think it should. What? Um, uh, but real quick on Deadly Premonition One, yeah. um, is it is it a is it a puzzle game? What is it? it survival horror, bro? So that's the thing about Sweary. <laughs> you know how I talk about Yoko Taro games. No. Okay. You know how I'm talking about <laughs> Kojima games? Yeah. Okay. You know how there's like a very distinct developer that has like a very distinct, distinct taste flavor. and style? Yeah. Yes, pretty much. Um, That's sweary. So he has a, a an interesting thing of making like mini games that alter genres of the game as you go. And it's just, it becomes this whole like dynamic experience. And it's so zany and weird that it's perfect for Twin Peaks because Twin Peaks already has zany and weird characters that I already was on record saying that Twin Peaks is like a live action anime in some of the later episodes um, at season one in particular. But anyway, um, but you give it to a Japanese developer and they just run with it and Sweary just knows what the fuck to do and I trust him wholeheartedly and I cannot wait to follow Frank York once again. All right. You know, we went for the beginning part Did that I played. Did we see a trailer or anything, or just an announcement? A whole trailer. Trailer, whole trailer? gameplay. Oh, my God. It was so, fucking fantastic. Oh, very important yes. gameplay trailer. So, yes. Our criticism of E3 was rife with lack of gameplay trailer. Correct. And Nintendo really knows how to do this shit, where it's like, we will show gameplay, and if we don't, we will say it's under development we don't have any right now. Like, so, like Terry, for I'm, example. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you now, George. Yes. Uh, with how hyped you are about Deadly Premonition 2, I wish I was hyped for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah, no. I, um, I'm done. Uh, I can't finish Let's Go. I'm bored out of my fucking mind. Uh, wow. I think, I think I'm done for Pokemon. 
I, I'm definitely getting some Pokemon fatigue myself, but the thing is, is that there definitely still is um, a huge audience for Pokemon. Like people oh, no, are no, still no, for sure, and, and people are for still sure. getting into the franchise as we speak. Like my boyfriend got into Pokemon like two years ago, two yeah, or three years he's ago. Yeah, super good, and he is at, so into it. It's crazy with Pokemon Go. Like everyone I know loves your boyfriend because he just keeps giving gifts. Bruh, he's really into Pokemon Go. So like a new yeah. Pokemon game. If anything, for me, adds more to the Pokemon universe. And, you know, I may have some qualms about some specific minutiae, but for the most part, Pokemon has never done anything, like, terrible or weird. No, it's just I'm bored. Right, but it's at the it's, same time, that's you same... personally, right? You yeah. Know? yeah it, that's, no, like, I'm... your opinion, man. Yeah, but <laughs> no, notice like... I prefaced it with no, of I course. wish I was hype. Mm. I'm using the eye of terminology here no of course but that's the thing me neither though is what i'm saying like i'm not as excited for pokemon either but like i don't know a lot of fucking people are and i'm really happy that they're moving on from like gems and colors and trying out new things (laughs) (laughs) and like trying to expand in that and you know they actually are adding a whole bunch of like in the direct they had they like had this whole camp feature there's more accessory stuff like you could dress up your character more but 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 here, Nintendo, listen to me real quick. I'm sorry. As someone as someone who really likes character customization, right? Who's really into that shit? Let me change my fucking character's eyes and body type. Can can you just fuck can you just fucking stop? Not everyone is the same exact fucking skinny teenager. I get it. I really get it. But let me design my character. Like, like I feel like Pokemon could be so much bigger than it is with the whole, like, trainer thing. If you let me, tra- like, edit my trainer. I don't know. You can change outfits in the game, but your character will still have the same doll face that every other fucking character has. It's just really creepy in the moment of, like, I was playing Sun and Moon. Well, I was playing Sun. Right. Actually. And you can see... In the character's face, like, there's these portals that open into other worlds, <laughs> and your fucking character remains stone-faced, like, with that creepy smile. This person's mother but, just transported into another planet. But how and weird. And she's screaming, <laughs> and your character's just, like... Stone-faced. But, but, but that's the thing, right? How weird is it in Pokemon? Think... The game is rife with really well-designed NPCs, the gym leaders, the fucking regular, the rivals, the dude, the Team Rocket crew. There's so many Can well-designed we have a characters. Dick rival again? D- yeah, honestly, they're so Can fucking nice. Can we have nice. a dick rival? Because every rival fucking heals your Pokemon afterwards. They're fucking like, hey man, you did really good. I just got to get a little bit better though. No, you fucking are trash. Your Pokemon is trash. You're it trash. defeats the purpose of the rival, yeah. You you need to be Gar- I need Gary Oak. I need and, smell and you if, later, Ash. And even if you want to fucking play it safe with your stupid like, oh, we can't be too mean, have him redeem at the end. Have him at the end be like, you know what, player character, you're right. I was tr- I was a douche before. I was wrong. And then you know what? You could still have your douchebag rival. Like yeah. I don't know. I just I just want fucking meaning in the game. Like, give me some adversity. Give me something else to do. Besides catch and then fight these countless Pokemon in the grass or in the case of Let's Go, catch the same Pokemon multiple times because that gives you more XP boost than actually battling. 
Well, that's what always kind of interested me about the whole breeding aspect, you know, besides, you know, fucking no, in general. Breeding. I hated that. Like, breeding for IVs and all that no, shit. No, no, not for IVs, but, like, something interesting for, like, breeding for shinies or if you were trying to breed for a specific type or, like, I don't know. You can get way more and make it something like a fucking KOs thing from Sonic Adventure if you really wanted. But, like, what I mean is Pokemon is diverse. The series, the main core series itself is adding stuff, but I think they could always do a little bit more. But then again, you know, we're getting there. It's a three, it's a fully 3D fucking, you know, environment. It's a console Pokemon game for, you know, no less. This is like the first fucking main console. It's funny, like, it's funny how game. it's a console game with the one console that's a hybrid handheld console. It's actually perfect. And I almost consider that's the whole reason they made the Switch in the first place. Yeah. I almost consider back in the 90s, someone said we should make a console that's like a handheld. And then it just stayed in a drawer until they could fucking do it. Um, regardless, speaking of um, Nintendo, uh, they announced um, a new 16-bit mode for Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games. Now, I put this down mainly not because like a lot of people want to even hear about stuff about Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games. It, I it's don't, a cool. I have no It's cool. It's it's I played a couple of them, believe it or not, for the for the DS. They were cheap and honestly they were fun like Mario Party mini games with Sonic and Mario characters. So I was like, sure, why not? I'll give it a shot. Um had some of the stupidest hints I've ever heard in my life. Like the the trivia you would unlock is stuff like Did you know that Amy is a pink hedgehog? And it's like, yeah. I can fucking see that. Thank you. But regardless, that aside, um, someone, uh, Matt McMuscles um, from Super Best Friends brought up a really good point on his live stream of the, tr- the Treehouse. I feel like Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games is such a waste of a brand. Like, it's cool. Like, y- nothing against the Olympics, and we can keep doing that. But, like, Sonic and Mario teaming up, and they've never teamed up again. It's only the Olympic Games. Why? <laughs> and Team Sonic's not doing anything. I mean, like, you could what, just... What, like, what's, what's, they're both platformers, like... Sega has fucked up Sonic so much. Like, again, bringing up Matt, what happened? Mm-hmm. McMuscles with the Boom Rise of Lyric, and then you had, um, oh my god, the travesty that was Sonic 06... You could just go down the list the with Sonic Adventure. You with almost every Sonic game, it's now looked at like with disdain instead of admiration for an OG. That yeah. dude, that that mother Sonic, you know, that fucking hedgehog was was well, fucking the face of Sega. The Genesis versus Super Nintendo was like. Are was what the kids have now with the PlayStation Guys, 4 versus Xbox. There's a reason why he's in Smash. Like he's there. Yeah, he's part of that category that he I was deserved, talking about. And they didn't even do anything. Like the last thing they did that was good was bring it back to 2D, 32-bit fucking game with Sonic Mania, which is a good game. Don't get me wrong. I but mean, it's basically Sonic 2. As a, as a like as you mentioned previously on the podcast, I am actually a Sonic fan. I've been playing them like ever since Sonic 3, believe it or not. Um and like they yes, there's a lot of fucking terrible things. They Sonic 06, yes, that's a big dumpster fire. Um Sonic Heroes Everybody's was, had a Superman 64 moment. Yes, that's, that's Sonic 06. Sonic Heroes was good in some areas, but mostly kind of tiresome. Fucking Sonic uh, Unleashed was great, except for the fucking Werehog segments. And then Sonic Generations was actually really good. Uh, and then, you know... Was that the one Sonic where he was going to have sex with a human? 
No, that's definitely Sonic 06. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the one that people talk about, yes. I, I completely forgot Generations. So. Yeah, Generations was like pretty much like a highlight game. It was just like all the best stages from previous games, and that was it. And it was really good, and you Honestly, really didn't have to do more than that. What would be great is maybe a co-op game with Sonic Mario versus Eggman and, and Bowser, and yes. Bowser, or like... You could just do something really wacky with, you know, Metal Sonic and uh, what's the the stone Mario? Well, the thing is, Mario doesn't... Mario's MacGuffins are kind of different. There's not really seven MacGuffins. He just has superstars. Oh, you mean the Chaos Emeralds. Like, Sonic has the Chaos Emeralds, whereas Mario has stars. Yeah. So, like... And there's, like, a a shitload of stars. And there's, like, an infinite number of stars. Yeah. Unless we're talking about Paper Mario, which had, like, specific... There were, like, seven sacred stars or some shit. Which, again, fits with the same fucking Chaos Emerald MacGuffin number. You know, Infinity Stones, Chaos Emeralds, Dragon Balls... You could do some generic, uh, stupid, kid fucking, like, pull-out-of-your-ass Power Rangers bullshit where you could do an ass pull where... Oh, the Chaos Emeralds are losing their power. So they need the stars. So you have like this 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 thing with Eggman having mm-hmm. a conversation with like uh Bowser. Yo, Bowser, what's up, man? I'll help you. I'll give you some gear to to take over Mushroom Kingdom finally. You just give me some of those stars. I need seven stars. Mm-hmm. And Bowser will be like, Alright, so it's the race to seven. Sonic Mario, the race to the seven. Yeah, and see, we've already workshopped a great, what'd you call it, an ass grab idea? No. Yeah, this is a fucking ass pull out of my Ass nowhere. pull. I want to. I really want that to be a thing, an ass pull. Because it's pulling out of my ass is too long. Yeah, it's an ass, ass pull. pull, like, literally, <laughs> I picked that up as, and the more you watch JoJo, the more you just go, oh, that's an ass pull right there. It's beautiful. All of a sudden, this character can do this thing. That's fucking great. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, Sonic and Mario, there's a lot of potential what, there. Do you like my idea or no? Yeah, no, I do, but that's the whole, that's, that's kind of a, my whole point is like, it has really good potential to have its own franchise potentially, but you know, the regardless. fact that we have a Mario and Rabbids game, and that's right. actually a and good not a game. Mario and Sonic game. And there's, and Mario and Sonic is a fucking mini game. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. So moving on, um, we do, <laughs> other things that were revealed are such as the Star Wars Jedi Outcast. Um, Yay! Ports of like 20 year old games. Yeah, but you know, I, I know if Vinny was on this podcast, he'd be shitting himself with glee. I mean, that, so I've heard I, a lot about Jedi Outcast. Yes, so am I. I Jedi Outcast is actually... So I have a funny story about Jedi uh, Outcast. I believe it's online. Like it used to be for PC, you could like get on a server or whatever. Right. Uh, my best friend met his future wife on that. Oh, cool. So wait, do you think it'll have online functionality? Hopefully. I, I like the fact that you took that loving story. But do you think it'll have oh, internet, though? Shit, it'll have online? <laughs> but will it have internet, though? I, it was funny because he was here in Miami and he met her on the server and everybody was trying to get at her. You know, typical, oh, my God, there's a girl. There's a girl gamer. Oh, my God. Girls play girls games? Get, girls playing games? Hey, can I have your number? Send your tits. You know, all that stupid guy bullshit. Wow, thank you for the full, full demonstration. <laughs> and, then, and then my boy, uh, you know, just started talking to her. They became friends. And then they got together. It was a long distance relationship on and off again. <laughs> 
She was in Nevada and he was in Miami. Well, I love how you're going into more detail. I, I got the main part of the story. I just want to tell the story because I was the best man at the wedding and I thought it was a loving oh, thing. Okay. And the fact that I see Star Wars Jedi Outcast and he and I know for a fact he he saw the, the direct. I know for a fact they're going to get it again. Good, good. And, you know, that's the thing. And that's the beauty of video games, my friends. <laughs> yeah. You know how it is. And that person you teabag on Call of Duty or Halo? Might be your future partner. Yeah, might might be the future lover. You don't know. Ask for their number next time. Treat like, them well. Stop <laughs> stop asking for news. Instead guys. of sending like uh, you know, death threats and or fucking dick pics. and stuff that's like, you know, fuck you noob or stop camping or some shit. Be like, hey, what's your number? Yeah. Let's get together. <laughs> Let's get together. Let's make out sometime. Speaking uh, of finding a place to make out, really quick, last thing that was on the Nintendo um E3. I keep saying E3. Jesus Christ. Treehouse event was they, Animal Crossing. They just call it Nintendo Direct, George. Nobody fucking calls it Treehouse. Treehouse. Unless it's at E3. Treehouse. Yes, Animal Crossing. I don't give a shit. You tell me why Why I should. You should give a shit because it is the best probably multiplayer it's ever going to have. And you can There's play... multiplayer in Animal Crossing now? Well, t- <laughs> yes. In fact, it's been there for quite a while. Oh. Um, it's been there since like the DS days. Actually, multiplayer was in the GameCube era, sort of, maybe, kind of. That's like, so cool. I love it really wasn't, new facts about the GameCube. It wasn't really two people at once. It was more like you could visit someone else's village. But then when it came out for the DS, then you can multiplayer and be in, like, the same village at the same time. But this time, um, you could place oh. furniture items on the outside, and there's crafting and shit like that. And, like, there's, like, you can make a business and shit. Like, there's more of, like, a sim element. As opposed to just a a town, you know what I mean? There, there's more minigame stuff, and then there's, like, up to eight people that can play with you at once or something now. And it's, like, since you all have your own screen, you're not really limited into being the same screen. It's It, it looks like probably the best Animal Crossing that will ever exist. Just like how Smash is probably going to be the best, Sma- or Ultimate's going to be the best Smash that ever exists. Like, yeah. the Switch is, is really turning out some strong shit, to it be is- honest. Honestly, uh, it's been one week since you looked at One week since I looked But the Switch came out March 2018. Uh, already, we're getting the Switch Lite. And even mid-2019 Switches got a power boost. Like, if you buy a Switch now compared to at launch, you get a Switch with better battery life. And they're not even announcing it. They're, huh. just, like, they're, they're just doing it. They're just doing it subtly. Well, maybe because they don't want to draw attention to it. But the <laughs> first year of the Switch has to be the best first year for a console in a long time. Is that true? Because I didn't even get it the first year. I no, because in the first year you had Super Mario Odyssey. You had Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild with its DLC slowly coming out. And then you had um, Smash on in December. And ARMS. And arms. Super Mario Party. And Toad, Captain Toad. Yo, you talk shit about Captain Toad, but that game's fun. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll take your word for it. But that was Nintendo. Um, Just the basic news setup. Um, so when are you getting uh, Man of Meeting or whatever? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it as soon as I get paid, my friend. And I will be buying that. And uh, hopefully that'll be something I can stream on my own. Uh, it does have multiplayer, but I'm definitely going to do it on my own the first time. For sure. And then maybe when people come over, I'll do multiplayer. But I will definitely be streaming that shit on my channel. So uh, if you're looking for a place to watch that, 
can do that there at Bone King TV. Uh, there's some other things you want to talk about, right? Yes. Or so, do you want to cut the show here? Um, I I think I already did a um a segue not too long ago, but I'm not too sure. We could cut. We could do a quick break right here. No, no, it's not a quick cut. I mean, ending the show. Oh, ending the show. We didn't even talk about resistance. Yeah. Do you want to like end the show here and then record a show for our Spotify and iTunes listeners? Is this is our show for our Spotify and iTunes? Well, listeners. this is also for fan freaks, but one that's special for those people. No, so we can just do a whole resi hour. We can expand upon it even on the next episode, but we're gonna just talk about the reveal because think about Notice it, dude. I'm like catching them off guard with these things that we had not planned. Yeah, no, for real. But listen to me. <laughs> no, because they could think about it. The video for it, like the actual Project Resistance video, the trailer, we're probably gonna see it soon. So we'll just have more to talk about when we oh, see the trailer. So we'll see yeah, it there. Yeah, because we, we only right got now, screenshots for fuck's right, sake. Right, they're really lit. Okay, it's not even screenshots, Adrian. What we have are render upload thumbnails. So they were uploading it somewhere, and as it was rendering, it took quick thumbnails, and that's what we have. So we don't even have screenshots yet. I just wanted to announce it and see what you thought about it. I'm very interested in Left 4 Dead the outbreak edition. So for people who don't know what we're talking about really quick, um there was something that dropped. I don't think it's a leak, is it? No. No, it's not a leak. It's just something that got dropped somewhere. I'm not really sure, but it is proven, it's legit, uh cuz they were talking about it and what it is is project resistance and the R and E are colored differently and people are saying that's the next RE game, Resident Evil game. Um, and so there, far we see regular people with guns. Yes, there are multiple people and they look like standard civilians. And that's all we see so far. And really, we just see four people. One of them is a jock dude. The other one's like a, a rocker chick, I guess. And two people that are kind of f- fuzzy in the background that I really can't make out. One's wearing like a yellow sweater. I guess the other one's wearing like a green shirt. I can't see it super well. But that we uh, people see that. And what's the first thing you think? Resident Evil. No, well, I mean. Outbreak. Outbreak, right? So do you really think, Adrian, do you think this could be Outbreak File 3? Yeah. Really? I I hope it is, or I hope they don't have the name Outbreak, but the idea and concept is there. Yeah, I have a feeling that might be more of the case where it's like... like they'll just yeah. do some... Um, online Resident thing. Evil Last Stand. Or Resident some... Evil Online. <laughs> if you oh, that's be such generic. a generic name. If you want to be generic, it's there. It's better than Resistance. What the fuck kind of fucking... Resident what, what Evil Resistance. So guess what? It's a tower defense game. Oh, you solved it. Perfect. And that was just all CG intro animation. Perfect. <laughs> that answers everything, to be honest. And it seems way more likely. Because I'm of the opinion... Defend Raccoon City. I'm of the opinion that it's not Outbreak File 3. Because... If it's a tower defense game, I'm buying it. I, I have a feeling it's going to be a Left 4 Dead clone. And it's going to be uh, a little bit more action-y. And it's going to take the Resident Evil 2 engine. And that's what I'm thinking it's going to be. Well, the Resident Evil 2 engine is the RE engine. Right, right. But it's going to use RE2's, I guess, perspective... And like oh, gameplay mechanics, over the shooter, over right? The and maybe even speed it up a bit for multiplayer. So I, like, I don't know. I also would would be down if it. I know they don't want to do Raccoon City because you know it gets nuked and shit, but that city's so special. <laughs> I don't know any other place that they could do Resident Evil Resistance unless they make another. Unless we what about go Tall oh, Oaks. I was gonna say Tall Oaks. <laughs> Where they try to make another Raccoon City. Where even fucking one of the characters goes, oh, it's just like that town, Raccoon City. So here's the problem with Tall Oaks, though. 
Tall Oaks is totally fine on paper. Having another outbreak, like another city go through an outbreak, I'm so cool with that, that's fine. But here was the problem with Tall Oaks and RE6. You were in there for four seconds. You were in there for the end of chapter one. And that is it. Yeah. Like, not even the beginning, because you're in the university, then the sewers, then the fucking subway. Then you're in Tall Oaks, and it's a straight shot towards a fucking, um, what, I guess a helicopter? No, what? how does it even fucking end, Tall Oaks? Dude, you were the one playing it recently, but you were drunk, to be fair. Yeah, so- no, no. You, you, it's a straight shot to the gun shop, and which is a callback to RE2, and then they go to the church. Like, Tall Oaks didn't do anything and you it doesn't even show up in any of the other campaigns so like what were you trying to do i would love another fucking like mansion or another raccoon city but let me explore the fucking city like what (laughs) yeah considering okay we bitched about resident evil 2 very little because we fucking loved the fuck out of the game but Mm -hmm. we barely got to touch raccoon city let us touch the city right let's touch it well i mean we got the beginning we got the beginning yes we're all hoping for RE3 Remake. Right. I'm hoping that it doesn't do what RE2 did, which is skip the entire beginning part of the streets where we get to see the decay and then off in the distance is the mansion. Instead, in Resident Evil 2, what the fuck did we get? You know? I wouldn't say that it... A quick jaunt. It didn't skip it more than it just kind of like really shortened it. Like, you still do see the the, the carnage outside. Second story, all you fucking get is literally as soon as after the car crash. Yeah, okay, but fucking the character goes but into B the scenario. Others. But B scenario, you literally run down the street, open the door, and you're in the exact same place. Yes, but B scenario made more sense because you were on the right side to go to the cops. But station. second scenario, and is- scenario A, you're always taking the long way around. In scenario A, you're going through... Okay, all right. First off, all right. So that way we can tell the difference between the two versions. In first run of the remake, you go through the front door. In second run of the remake, you go through the side door. In first scenario A, you go through the front. And scenario B, you go through the side. It's the exact same. But we got more of the town... More yes, the city, in scenario, in scenario A. A. Yes. That's all I'm asking for. I agree. That in that I agree 100%. But for the most part, for what this game is, Project Resistance, I don't know what it could be at all. All right, George. If you allow me for a quick 30 seconds, I yeah. am going to describe what I would love to see. Not meaning it's going to happen, but what I would love from Resident Evil. I would love a settlement building thing like Fallout 4, yeah, where you build like these sanctuaries or whatever in this yeah. outbreak type of scenario. Yeah. But you get a full open world town to kind of like, you know, corner the zombies or evade the I, zombies. I disagree. I'm uh, sorry. I, I, excuse me. That's what <laughs> I would like. I disagree. <laughs> Fuck your agreement or disagreement. Uh-huh. What would you like from this? Okay, <clears throat> I hear you what you say. say. Another co-op shooter from from this? Oh, from Project Resistance in general. Oh, okay. All right. So I misheard what you were saying. This is what you hoped Project Resistance is. I going just to be. want something where it's okay. I have to be smart about my bullets. I have to be smart about my health items. I have to help my friends or whatever. And the creatures I'm fighting are fucking difficult as shit to fight. Where every fight is like treated like a boss battle. Okay, so in that scenario, to make that dynamic work at its best, in my opinion, 
Resident Evil needs to thrive in a um in a, a not a secluded but a sort of like compact very specific and well-planned environment it needs to be a a sort of small very focused area so that way you get intimate with the environment and that way you get to know the areas and then when you find a key or you need to find a way to go somewhere it encompasses a little bit of metroidvania where you're like there's a locked door here so i gotta go find the thing that unlocks this door which promotes exploring the rest of the area in an open world game there's just too much area to explore at once yeah then it becomes a lot of opportunity to like oh if i miss that there might be something else around the corner but see that's the thing with open world is that when you start populating that world you either have a lot of monsters or less monsters that are really strong sure but that whole open environment leaves it way more um, in leeway in terms of like dealing with enemies. It might be a lot easier to deal with zombies unless it's like because think about even RE3. You do go and run around Raccoon, yeah, but it's, it's in very specific hallways yeah, and alleyways. Yeah, because conveniently there's a car blocking the way. Right. Be- that, be- that's to enforce that kind of secluded, very compact linear, environment. Yeah. Linear. No, linear I, I, yeah, I guess. But it's like it's supposed to be um, – I'm trying to think of a better word than compact. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a huge environment, but there's multiple levels to the same area. So that way you end up getting very familiar. And when it lets you play with expectations for when monsters will show up too. Right. So like when you get familiar with a thing. You and know, then we, you have nemesis. And shit. Right. And then because think about RE5 and 6, you're essentially running from point A to point B the whole time. Yeah. Like, you don't really get intimate with any environment unless it has a set piece, in which but, case then you just remember it. But all I – look. Right now, we're just spitballing right. here. Resistance might end up being Outbreak 3, just not Outbreak. But I would personally like a game like Outbreak. I don't know anybody who well, wouldn't like Outbreak, except yeah. people who haven't played, played it or known Outbreak. about it. Exactly. But see, that's what Everyone makes Outbreak... Everyone who's played the fucking games, Outbreak 1 and mm-hmm. File 2, love those games. I have yet to see anybody go, yeah, I don't like them. I've yet to see that. Right. And see, this is why Outbreak is so surprisingly good at being a Resident Evil game and multiplayer is that you do scenarios. It's not necessarily a big open map that missions happen. It's literally you are trapped in a zoo. Escape. You are trapped in a school. Escape. A bar. A bar. Escape. Like, it puts you in different scenarios, because that's the whole point of Resident Evil, is to adapt and survive in an environment. Escape is a very large theme in this series. But we also <laughs> got a a a lot more uh, taste of Raccoon City. Like, there was significant lore building. In Outbreak, more than any other game, I would argue. Oh, well, that was the polish that made it, you know, master class. But what I'm Sans saying is, like... three, because Sans 3, 3 had fucking statues of the mayor. Mm. It had fucking, like, oh, this was built here in this fucking year. Oh, shit. The Raccoon City clock tower was yeah, a fucking Two really thing. only talked about the, the police station. Yeah. And, like, how it was a museum and a library It was just a, a masturbatory thing over the police station, which is everyone loves the cop station. And right. even in three, we go back to the cop station just to be like, hey, remember this? Right. You know? But see, this this theme of escape is the whole thing that I'm trying to get at here, because like RE5 and 6 and stuff like that, specifically RE5 and 6, they aren't focused on escape. So you don't get that feeling at the end of, yeah, I did it. You just kind of go, well, that was the end. 
You know, you don't get that feeling of I got my character to the finish line. It's just kind of like, well, why did my character? Why is my character sighing like they just did a huge accomplishment? I'm like, gonna say whatever. this. Uh, I think honestly, the the best depressing thing I've ever watched it in video games mm-hmm. is possibly fucking the outbreak file two endings. Oh yeah, where you don't take the daylight. Where you don't take the antidote, or you don't take you don't get on the helicopter. And it's like the way Kevin and Jim at the end, like they have to continue fighting, and it's like it's a losing battle. They, don't they hate each other? I forget. Yeah, like, they hate why each the other. Why the fuck am I trapped with you? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like super depressing, and like I love that shit. Well, the out see because Outbreak has a really big sad streak to it, and you know what? We're gonna go more into this when we talk about Resistance, and we'll talk more about Outbreak. But Outbreak has this really nice tone that resonates with classic resi like resident evil one is a gothic horror with how it treats its mansion and the candle lights and all this shit and then like resident evil 2 kind of became more of like a uh ac- i don't want to say actiony horror but it was the aliens to alien in a way but Re- regardless <laughs> so let's uh let's change the subject we'll save it for we'll, we'll shelve, shelve it. it yes as it is uh what, um, what did you want to talk about regarding uh I believe here in the notes, Injustice Combat Pack? Yes, the Combat Pack got revealed. And I didn't talk about it with Vinny because um, he's more of a Marvel guy. But DC is your your home turf. Yeah. So, um, I mean, a lot I'm of- really out of the news on MK11. This is an MK11? Oh, shit. I wrote Injustice. Oops. It's oh, supposed okay. to be Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Because right. I-, I was supposed to have Mortal Kombat. Yeah, because Injustice um, is over. Right, I get the whole reason I want to bring this up is is you know Joker, who looks fucking terrible. I just don't understand why Joker is in my Mortal I know Kombat why he's game. In there. Why is he in Mortal Kombat? Because none of the heroes could do a fatality except him. That's not even true at all. Batman doesn't kill people. Punisher kills people. That's Marvel. Fuck. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. No, wait. There's no DC fucking rebels. There has to be. Not really. Red no. Hood kills people. Yeah, but he's not as well known as Joker. I guess, I guess, I guess. I fucking hate it too. I would rather not have a DC character there. I guess a Honestly, I would is ra- not horrible. You know what I would rather have done? Oh, Spawn is there? You put Hellboy in Injustice? You should have put Hellboy in uh, Mortal, in Mortal Kombat. Kombat. yeah. Because Hellboy versus Spawn is a dream. It's yeah. a fucking dream. A fucking demon versus the general of Hell's army. Wouldn't have been fucking amazing. Also, for DC, yeah, no Batman because, you know, the fatality or whatever. Uh, Because they want bloody bullshit in MK. Besides, by the way, I got some news on MK that you're you're going to fucking laugh at. What? Um, really quick. So, the net code is so fucking bad now because they're doing Combat League. They're trying to do their own league online. Mm-hmm. And now there's a way... To fucking uh, rack up wins, which is a stall tactic. Oh, God, no. So you would force your opponent to quit the game, giving you the win. Wow, but... But it's using the net code against your opponent. I don't even know how that would begin to work. So I believe it's loosely like you would pause and highlight quick game and then unpause and then... It looks like you're in the game, but you can't be hit, and your opponent is fucked. Really? Oh my god. 
So your opponent would have to quit, like cancel the, the match or whatever, and they get an L on their record and you get a W if you do that. <laughs> It's something like that. I forgot. There's a bunch of people complaining about it on Twitter, particularly in the FGC. But yeah, uh, NetherRealm was like, we're fixing it. We're fixing it. And they, they they shut it down today for maintenance, I guess, fixing it. But still, uh, I... That's I'm, bizarre. It's pretty bizarre. You know what sucks is that I bought MK11 day one and I was like all hyped, but I can't fucking give a fuck about the game. I feel like the roster is not that great. It's it's it barely has any of the ninjas. Even... Half the the people who are in the cast are in revenant form, which yeah, you can unlock another one, but you have to a unlock it and b it still shows the revenant everywhere. So and like on that note, why is Sindel a revenant? I don't even think. See, you're arguing at it from a character perspective. No, I, in the story, she's technically a revenant, no, 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 yes. I, but I mean, why is she, for the DLC trailer, why is Sindel a zombie? But my complaint is arguably the gameplay. I feel MK10 was better than this by leagues, uh, leagues abound. Because MK11, you can't, you walk, you can't run. The meters, you don't build meter. Your meter is already given to you. Yeah. So you already have to do, you have to be smart with your meter, yes, because you could use it for, you know, but you have two specific meters for defense and two specific meters for offense. Mm -hmm. And I just can't vibe with it. Like, it just doesn't resonate with me. And they changed uh, fighting moves to certain characters that were in MK10. Uh, well, they also just kind of stripped out a whole bunch of moves to make variations and custom move sets. Yeah, which I can't stand I can't, the variations. Why? Let I, the characters have all their fucking MK10 moves. MK10 had arguably the best use of variations, which were like these three things. All the moves, the basic moves, basic combos are the same. But they all have like some yeah, special. Yeah, moves in addition to. But, yes. But it's like now moves are completely shank- sanctioned off so, to a variation now. So my boy so. is Sub-Zero. I fucking adore that character. I love that character. He's my second. That, good. Uh, thank you. But well, thank I, you. I, I He's I, forced to be my main now. Him and Scorpion are forced to because Reptile's my main. And he's fucking nowhere to be seen. All right. <laughs> he's in the fucking That's another crib. reason why FK10's better. Reptile's in it. Reptile's but, in it, motherfucker. But but one of the things that I really enjoyed for MK10 uh, was that there's this really simple moveset that Sub-Zero had that I guess they had to take away, but they gave it to Sonya Blade in MK11. So it's forward 3-3-3. Three, three, three. Now... Sorry, that's forward no, has X, that. X, 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 or on the Xbox, A, 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 whatever. Sub-Zero has it, but for triangle, I think. No. so It's a kick. It's like a thingy. It's, it's three kicks, yes, but that's an MK10. They took it away and gave it to Sonya in MK11. Trust me. I'm... I'm almost, because I did it like two days ago. That's why. But I, I will play downstairs. We'll fucking trim it up. But if that's the case, that sucks. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so Sub-Zero, if he doesn't have it, or if he does have it, it's more difficult to pull off than Sonya having it in MK11 because Sonya has the same thing. So the great thing about those I three it's, kicks it's the same thing. is that it's mid, low, and high. Yeah. So it fucks with your opponent, and it's a great advantage if you're a Sub-Zero player. This is really specific. 
But yeah, I know. Is, I was gonna say, can we? We should probably bring this back to the 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 pack, the combat pack. But <laughs> overall, the combat pack. I'll, Terminator's a great addition. I feel Terminator spot. Everyone's great except Joker. Um, Nightwolf's great. Sindel's great. I wish she wasn't a zombie. Joker's the one thing that I'm like, what? I really Spawn don't works. give a shit about Joker. I really like Spawn. I feel like Spawn fills I'd in that superhero category. I'd rather be Joker for Persona Five. <laughs> wow, that would be, dude. That would be zany. Could you believe that? Uh, you know, Jill from Resident Evil. No, I'm kidding. Fuck that noise. It'd be pretty much just Sonya again. Um, so that's essentially the biggest th- stuff with news and topics we we're going to talk about. So I'm more curious about Adrian in general. Like, what have you been playing, dude? It's been a hot minute since I've like talked to you. Um, like, so video game wise, yeah, or just, just life in general. I-, I guess games. Uh, well, video game wise, I'm playing Fallout New Vegas. Uh, again. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. Okay. Good choice. Uh, here's the thing though. The reason why I'm getting like into this like fallout kick is because I found this YouTuber and I actually owe it to you, George. Oh, uh, because I've been watching some of George's content and I don't particularly, I don't particularly like, yeah, I'm one of the five lies. So (laughs) this is, this is uh, guys perjury live on strip perjury defamatory dialogue being spoken right now no i'm kidding go ahead and continue i'm sorry so <laughs> i just started watching like this guy called oxhorn uh-huh who focuses purely on on fallout stuff like i didn't know there was so much fallout stuff oh my god to to get into but he like goes into these stories and it's like things i don't even know about and I'm like, holy shit. You would like him too. I guarantee you Vinny knows a good majority of it. Yeah. If not I'm, who no, that guy is. No, but that's is. the thing. I'm sure Vinny would know it, but this guy has a better voice than Vinny. <laughs> well, poor, our poor Leisurely brother. Why would you do this? Uh, follow Vinny at, at <laughs> follow Leisurely. Leisurely Vinny. Yes, he's a good sweetheart. Um, he's on the show. But yeah, I'm playing Fallout New Vegas. And nice. Then, Any mods? Uh, no, I'm playing on the PS3, which is a fucking terrible thing. God, you have a PC. Yeah, but I don't, I don't play well on PC. Oy, oy, oy. I'll fi- Keep- I'll show you how the controller works, my Keep- dear friend. Keyboards and mouse. I will show me. you how to plug in the PS3 like controller you already own. I'm like these. Anywho. Uh, another thing that I was, uh, that I am playing is just a, a trading card game. Ooh, cool, cool. I- I've actually was hoping there would be like some sort of online version of the DBZ card game so I could just play it like casually. Uh, there there is, It's but it's mostly used as a tutorial to, to learn how to play the game and all that Ah, uh, okay fair enough um <clears throat> what are you playing uh b- me <laughs> what are you playing i have a really weird answer for this one so aside from finishing bloodstain which i talked to Vinny a little briefly about um i played i've been playing dragon quest 9 um sentinels of sorry skies now i've never really been into dragon quest so much like i never played any of the games this previously. is the one that came out on the switch right no no this is actually one that came out beforehand the one that I'll, that's on the switch right now is number 11 oh shit so this is number nine um and the, the reason why i got this game to begin with is like i was playing final fantasy tactics and i was like man i want a game where i can create my own units and like level them up like in an RPG setting and some Wouldn't sort that of be generic... Valkyrie Chronicles. Uh, do you make your own characters in Valkyrie Chronicles? Oh, no, sorry. no, but I, I don't know. I, I never played it. That's why I'm asking. Is Dragon Quest an RTS? Real See, Dragon, start? Dragon Quest is a turn-based and usually they have turn-based, but not RTS. No, no, it's, okay. it's turn-based. So like normally, um, 
they already have pre-established characters in the series, but in this game, they let you create your units and you're, you basically are recruiting soldiers. So I basically recruited like six real life people and I thought it'd be cool like to associate, what do you, mean you know, real life people like people online, like people like you actually, you're in it. You're, um, you're my priest, uh, Adrian. <laughs> So like like I put Adrian in the game. With me right now? No, I'm legit. You're in my game. Um, but I'm a priest. Yeah, it's funny because I'm a deacon. I know that's why I thought it was oh. perfect. I did that on purpose. Am I fat in it? I you can't change body type. Oh my god! You it's can't change body type. Pokemon I, it's game. another Pokemon which bothers me, but I can change hairstyles and I can put. Oh, so I have a on. thick beard and long hair. No beard because we're fucking anime teenagers, I guess. Oh my god! But but we do. I do have your your hair thing where you did oh. your Lord Farquaad hair sometimes. <laughs> But but no, but the whole point is the game is a ton of fun. The Muffin um, Man? I'm learning a <laughs> I'm lear- You I'm fucking le- called me Lord Fun. Pretty much. Um but I'm lear- I'm learning about Dragon Quest. Um I'm like not a big war fan. And shit? Yeah, about like the enemies and the spell names I can't and shit. I believe we have eleven games of that series. Dude, and probably more. This series goes on far and it it like way farther than I ever realized, and it really secures its place in Smash. Like like it works it totally works um they have moves like uh i'm not a big fan of the spell names because they have moves like sizzle and crackle and like it's it's sound effects but like i feel like crackle could also be lightning but it's actually supposed to be ice you know what i mean like i don't know so that's a little weird but overall the game's really good can Um, i uh can i tell you something about a a character in dc sure it's a villain called on Onomatopoeia. Oh, you mean Onomatopoeia? Yeah. Did you know that's an actual villain in DC uh, history? Oh God, what what expletives can he do? He literally says the action that the 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 sound effect of what's happening. Yes. In in the in the thing, so he'll go bang, and then like he's using a gun, and there it is written out bang. So, do but you he know, talks. He doesn't even like. That's all he says. Do you know what an automatopia is? What is it? An automatopia is literally the definition. the The definition of automatopia is the text version of a sound effect. Wow, that's yeah, that's really good. So it's like when he does when he says "bang," that is an automatopia because they wrote out the word "bang." That's the automatopia. So his his arch nemesis nemesis nemesi yeah arch nemesis are Green Arrow and Batman. No, and Batman must be great. Yeah, that's actually really funny because Onomatopoeia had a fight with Joker, and Joker was like doing a lot of stupid, funny jokes. I forgot about like the jokes but i have the comics if you want to read them that sounds like a good time honestly i feel like riddler would have a good time you know who created that character no kevin smith oh wow that's actually perfect it's a really good like almost commentary on comic books and their sound effects i kind of i'm actually kind of a big fan of this hopefully he kind of shows up and does more stuff because i kind of like that idea yeah uh he like made it into a thing he first created for a green arrow run then he loved the character so much he brought it back for the batman run Mm-hmm. Which was like a trilogy of books, uh, trade paperback books. The art is beautiful. Um, nice, nice. It's uh, the Widening Gyre and uh, Batman Cacophony. Cool, cool. All right, so we got a, we got a good comic book recommendation right now. We talked about both of the games that we were in. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this show up with uh, one last thing, I guess, to finish off our questions that we usually do at the end. Uh, Adrian, any movies you've been watching, man? I've only been like 
binge watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, I, I cannot. It's stop. not a bad thing to binge watch. <laughs> I, I can't stop watching. I'm now in part five with Giorno Giordorno, uh, which the series is now set firmly in present time, like almost present time, but in Italy. And this is a really weird JoJo. I don't want to get into spoilers. Of yeah, because I'm JoJo. really behind. I'm really, really behind. Yeah, this, this, this has. What's great about JoJo is everything ties back to part one, okay. Phantom Blood. Good. Everything. That ties, was that was my favorite one. Everything ties up to Jonathan versus Dio, and everything going on with that Joe Star versus Dio bloodline, and the overall trauma of when you reject your humanity. Yeah, and <laughs> and when you get your first kiss stolen by Dio. And when you burn, never mind. I can't. You thought can't. your first kiss was gonna be with Jojo, but it was me, Dio. And like, uh, oh my god, the hand. Jojo's amazing, and I actually really the do ham. need to, to keep going through it. Um, uh, I also was watching, but I'm watching it in parts. Uh, the Hateful Eight extended edition because it's a four hour movie. Oh, and, oh, and Netflix uh broke it up in four parts, so it's like a four episode thing. The Hateful Eight. Yeah, the Hateful Eight, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Isn't that with uh, the Sammy Jackson, Kurt Russell? Uh, the the one, and there was the dude that was um, bringing the prisoner in because yeah, that's Kurt Russell. Yeah, okay, cool. This then, yeah, that that I saw that movie. There yeah, was more? it had a three hour cut in the theaters, but Quentin re released it on Netflix. An with extra a, hour, and he added an extra hour of stuff. Holy crap! Yeah. Damn, I think the movie was pretty good on its own. I didn't really think it needed an extra hour, but hey, whatever. I don't. I didn't think so either. But I'm a sucker for like when a director touches a, a film I really like. Yeah, no, for sure. And a director's cut. I mean, you're always interested to see what parts weren't included, yeah, cause obviously. Because like, usually the director's cut is better. Two very good examples that I would like to say: Resident Evil director's uh, is <laughs> Daredevil from 2005 with Ben Affleck. The director's uh-huh. cut is actually really good, and the director's cut of Watchmen is way better, in my opinion, than the regular studio cut. I honestly can't think of a version of a director's cut I like. Bes- oh, I guess Sonic Adventure DX. Jesus Christ. But beyond that, no, I don't know any good movie um, director's cuts that I like as opposed to regular cuts. Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't really notice the difference. Are all you that watching much. a movie? Um, I was watching a Resident Evil 7 LP. Uh, which is uh, a dude a that I watch. Play? Yes, um, Psychedelic Snake. I've been watching him for fucking years, and I don't know. It's just okay, something but weird what's he, what's he was he, playing Resident Evil Seven. Um, is he on, doing anything special? Like yes, no guns. Or? No, he's doing it on the VR. Oh, so I got to see like the full playthrough with the VR and what it's like. Any, Very interesting. Any better, or worse, or I I played with it on VR for a bit at my friend's house and I couldn't stomach a lot of it. So it was really cool to see like the full game in VR. Your character turns into Rayman. So you could see his, you know, his hands move around. But beyond that, I don't know. It's a pretty legit or like first person RE experience apparently. And it, it looks really know good. When the, uh, when the VR Resident Evil seven released, did you know they added a fourth dimension to, to what? Yeah. They, they released it with a certain candle. Oh, the can. Oh, fuck off. 
smell like Resident Evil. Yeah, where it was smelling like blood and rot. No, look, I looked it up to see what the scent was. It was like cinderwood or something, or, or cedarwood or whatever. Aww. No, that's good, because the house, it was supposed to be like the, the smell of the house. That makes sense. Ah. And I don't want it to smell like ass. Why the hell would I want it to smell like ass? That's horrible. <laughs> oh, this smells terrible. Ow. <laughs> How invigorating. It smells like a zombie's asshole. Um, um, but yeah, no, beyond that, um, a legit movie I saw with Leisurely Vinny, at Leisurely Vinny on Twitter, um, Invader Zim, Enter the Florpus. Um, I'm not going to go into too, too much detail um, because we are... Does it wrap it up or leaves it for a sequel? Uh, the, sh- the movie? Yeah. Oh, no, it definitely leaves it open. This, nice. this uh, like, all right. So Invader Zim hasn't been out in a long time and it was very a much time. a product of its time. Uh, it was, it came out when I was in my, my like phase of lol random tacos humor. And I thought that was like the funniest shit in the oh, world. Oh, so you were Gur? Yeah, no, I thought Gur was like the funniest shit of life. I thought I, like, that was my sense of humor that I wanted to replicate. A little cringy now. Yeah, a little cringy now. But, you know, back in the day, that's what it was. Watching this movie, it still has like that, that kind of sense of humor but I don't know. It didn't feel as cringy this time around, though there. Ooh, though there were. Sorry, I just knocked everything over. Uh, though there were some cringy bits, but it really did feel like a nice modernization of Invader Zim, and it really felt like this cartoon could exist again and still be relevant and funny. Like it could counterweight all of like the. The, you know, the um, Steven Universes and the Adventure Times, the stuff that really makes you think and shit. Like, this will be another stupid comedy, like Spongebob, that could do really well. So, I don't know. I thought it, it felt like a really classic Invader Zim special and did a really good job. Adrian, have you ever seen Invader Zim or no? Yes. I actually watched Invader Zim uh, when I was a kid, but I don't, but not in order. Like, I would just catch it whenever it was on TV. You know uh. what I mean? Uh, but I was interested in this and interested in Rocco's Modern Life. The, Which the, I also hear is really good. I also hear that as well. Uh, since we're wrapping up, I don't. Uh, I wanted to mention this about movies. I posted about it on the Fan Freaks podcast page, which you can find on Fan Freak, on Facebook. Fan Freaks, F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, Fan Freaks. <laughs> uh, I posted up this trailer that I thought was super interesting. It's called Satanic Panic. It's a horror comedy. Uh, basically, this girl that's a uh, pizza delivery girl. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's a pizza guy, but whatever. So she delivers this. Uh, the, these... Why are women not allowed to deliver pizza? No, either? she even does a joke where she's like, "Oh, I'm the pizza guy. I'm, I mean, girl." Yeah. <laughs> in the trailer, uh, but apparently, it's about the one percent sacrificing a virgin to Satan every year so they can maintain their the greater good they can maintain how rich they are and it seems it seems really funny and and wacky and full of commentary <laughs> yeah because this girl the pizza delivery girl is the the hero and she's get she's trying they're trying to sacrifice her and the whole family's like out to kill her or whatever oh. and there's like this this like 10 year old 11 year old kid with a stun gun who's tasering her and she like punches the shit out of the kid She's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, that's so... It's a live action show, right? Yeah, it's live action. I'm noticing a recent trend of like more comedic, um, like almost comic, uh, comic, cartoony live action stuff like The Good Place. 
which I don't know. I, I've yeah, been Michael Medina loves that show. I, I just saw all of it with Al down um, downstairs. I was gonna say, but you know, in the studio. <clears throat> um, yeah, no. Uh, the the show itself was actually really funny, and it reminds me of what you're saying right now in terms of like it looks like a live action cartoon, and it was it was funny. So I'm assuming. If, if anyone's interested in comedy, I yeah, guess I po- shit. Yeah, I posted the trailer there. Uh, I'd I recommend just watch the trailer and see if it's your type of thing. I like it. Um, it's coming out tomorrow. There's also a couple other movies coming out this month that I definitely am going to watch. Mm-hmm. The, hopefully The Last Rambo and It Chapter 2 is coming out this month. Oh, my God. And that's going to be an adventure. So, uh, Adrian, what do you say? Um, wait, when is It Chapter 2 coming out? Uh, September 20th. Oh, wait. So we still have some time. Well, I was going to say next time we talk about it, but I guess we still have to wait until the time after that. Yeah, um, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i definitely watching it day one. I rewatched it chapter one uh, like a, like mm. two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Still holds up. That's such a good fucking movie. It does, it, it does a really good job. And I, it's like a very good modern version of the original but or, or the tv movie uh, i guess i should say before we go yeah. uh since we talked about a lot of games coming out of nintendo i wanted to really quick do a yay or nay uh where george gives me a yay he's interested or nay i don't really care on a list of games that are coming out this holiday season would you be well, down uh when okay you want to save this for next show or you want to do this right now right now okay let's do it Catherine full body God damn it. Just yes or no. Yes or God no. damn it. Uh, God, nay, fuck. Final Fantasy VII Remasters. Ooh. You mean eight. Oh, right? eight. Sorry. Yeah, eight. actually, yay on that one. I didn't even expect it to be. So, yay, actually. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. I know a lot of people are saying yay, but I will say nay. Okay. Borderlands 3. Mm, so nay. I'm sorry. Couldn't Thank you. possibly be more interested. Grid. A racing Couldn't game. possibly be less interested. Grid? Grid. Also, what is Grid? A racing game. Uh, Sorry, guys. No. NHL 20. Of course. (laughs) Sorry, no. If anyone knows me, I'm not Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch Remastered. God, I hope it does better, but nay. (laughs) Contra Rogue Corpse. Nay, 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 nay. The Surge 2. Nay. Code Vein. Nay. FIFA 20. (laughs) Nay. Tropica, Tropico 6. Man, I got burned ever since Tropical 4. Nay. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Apparently, they're still releasing. Couldn't get me with Forsaken King. Hasn't gotten me since. Nay. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't know. Tom Cl- I, I'll have to look at it because honestly, I don't know. Trine 4? The Nightmare Prince? Uh, Do you mean Trine? Or- yeah, Trine. That's a uh, side-scroller, right? Uh, I haven't played any of them, so nay, I guess, for now. I have to see it. Uh, WWE 2K20. Maybe. I don't know. I love the, the WWE games. They're actually a lot of fun. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I didn't know we needed another one. Yeah, well, it's Modern Warfare 3. Uh, and nay. <laughs> uh, I didn't know it was coming out so soon, but Medieval. Oh, remake. that'd be fun. I'd love to do that for the I stream, wanna, so yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'd be interested in that. Because it's Bone Sir King. Sir Daniel Fortescue. So Daniel and Bone King. The Outer Worlds, which is going to be New Vegas nope. in space. Nah, sorry. That Bethesda. one's a yay for me. Out of all these, that's the only yay right now. Uh, Disney Classic Games, Aladdin and the Lion King, which apparently are remasters. 
you know, if I wanted to play fucking Aladdin and Lion King for the fucking Super Nintendo, I'd go to www.supernintendogames fucking whatever Google search and just play it in a web browser. Why, right. why the hell am I? Oh, whatever. <laughs> hey, it's Nate. it's almost time. November. Uh, Death Stranding, November 8th. Oh my god, I can't believe this game is actually coming out. On this gen. I for sure thought Kojima was going to pull a fast one and be like, no, it's for PS5. I, I thought it was going to be like the Simpsons episode where, oh no, 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 the um the Fairly Odd Parents joke where it's like, this is the line for the ride, right? No, the, the line is the ride. Like the entire game, like when the release date comes up, he's like, that was the game. The game was waiting for the release. That was the connection we all had. Legit. And then we'd all vomit. <laughs> uh, but is that a yay or nay for you? Oh, that's a hardcore yay. Uh, I'm yay so, so hard. So we got some more. We got Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. Jesus Christ. Um, nay for now. Yakuza Remastered Collection. I'm excited for that Yakuza 7 for being a two, uh, turn-based game. Uh, really quick, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. What, really? That's not even coming out anytime soon. That's in March. What? Why did you bring out the biggest <laughs> list of life and not like the most recent stuff that are coming out? The for recent reviewers? stuff is all nays, like Just Dance twenty twenty. Well, then Jesus Christ, it's all nays. Then, then yeah, almost but, like this extra segment was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> the Legend of Heroes Trails. Of he was, all right, all right. Apparently, Adrian just wants to freaking try Shenmue and, three. Shenmue, Shenmue, you fuck, Shenmue. Anyway, Shenmue three, maybe, maybe, because it's actually a good, good series. You know, what? I'm surprised Shenmue not in smash anyway guys anyway i'll see you guys shenmue and smash shenmue and smash love you guys Bye, Bye. this has been bone king and the dude peace